episode of Crab Behavior. Yo, what's good? I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Sit down, relax, open up some Jameson. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and let's kick it and let's get right into it. Alright, check it. So, first of all, I want to shout out D Green. D Green is currently in Arizona right now bringing the whip. You know what I'm saying? I want to thank God and higher power for blessing me with the most amazing people in my life, the most clutch people ever. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why he chose me, but I ain't going to question it. I just know I appreciate it. You dig what I'm saying? So the last couple episodes, you know what I mean? I've been, you know, popping my shit, running my mouth, talking that shit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I got a bonus for y'all coming soon. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get into that. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to talk about that. I'm just going to drop it. You know what to do. When it drops, you're going to find it. I ain't going to promote it. I'm just going to put it there so you can find it. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into this one. This right here, this Let's go. All right, so... Um... The year was 2013, uh, September, so we're going to say it was probably, the fight was on September 14th, so this is, this is September 13th of 2013, alright, so I was fucking around with this chick, right, and she, you know, we were faded. And she said to me, you know, this 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 is about a week before the fight. So let's you know, we're chilling, we're sipping, you know, getting fucked up and and she says to me, you know, Xavier, you always take me shopping and you know, you always buy me shit, you always show me, you know, a good time. And you never ask me for anything. She was like, I wanna get you something and I'm like, Well, do you get you give me whatever you want, right? It doesn't matter, like whatever you want to give me, give me. I don't care. She's like, No, what do you want? And I'm like you don't want me to pick what I want because at this time, 2013, I'm still running it up on some expensive nigga shit. So she tells me like, no, go crazy. Like whatever you want. Because at the time she worked at the Sacramento airport in the private jet department where, you know, um, the executive airport um, where all the private jets fly in and shit. So she was getting money, you know, at this time, you know, we're flying to Vegas on a private jet, you know what I'm saying? Kicking it in Vegas, staying at the, uh, at the Palms, um, Palms Place. This is like, you know what I mean? Not the Palms, we're at Palms Place, jacuzzi on the balcony, you know, we're doing all that shit. We were running it up, having a ball, you know what I mean? Uh, going to the spas, eating good, you know what I mean? We're going to the clubs, VIP, we hitting the ghost bar, all that, going crazy, right? So, you know, I knew Shorty had money, but that shit didn't matter because I was getting my cheese too, you know what I mean? So, we were good. So, we're at the house, kicking it, you know, in California, and uh, she's like, you know, Xavier, whatever you want. So, I'm like, all right, bad. So, I'm like, fuck it, you know, if you know me, you know I love bags. I'm worse than a female when it comes to bags. I've been rocking shoulder bags, backpacks. You know, bags are my shit. Like, I love bags. Like, that's my thing. So, I decided to, you know, go on uh, go on Gucci and get this Gucci, this brown Gucci canvas waxed print monogram backpack. 
it's like seventeen hundred dollars. And I didn't run it up because you know it was expensive. Like that's the backpack I wanted. I liked it. I mean, I could have got a Louis Vuitton backpack if I wanted to, but I didn't. I I fucked with Gucci. That was my shit. I had maybe twenty. 20 Gucci belts at the time, so I'm fucking with the Gucci heavy, so I get this Gucci backpack, and, you know, whatever, you know, everything's good, so we get faded, whatever, kicking, you know how that story goes, faded, sick from Jameson with Xavier Shorty, you already know, you know, alright, so, we end up kicking, whatever, uh, so, this is how I get the backpack. I got the backpack about a week before, you know what I mean? The week before I decided to make the decision to go to Vegas. So, I'm, um, I'm with, so now, you know, this is my turn up days. Now, I'm out here getting lit, you know what I mean? I'm not smoking weed, and I mean, I'm getting zooted. I'm turning up, you feel me? I'm talking about that team no sleep, you feel me? So, I'm on. So, I happen to call my plug, turn up, you know what I mean? I, you know, uh, he walks up to the car. I got my Gucci backpack in my driver's seat. You know, I'm, I have my bands. We kicking it. You know what I mean? So I'm a little young nigga in a black bands, chilling, coop, sliding through the town, back and forth to Sacramento, San Francisco, wilding, getting his money, doing my thing. You know, just being a young nigga. And I had a really good job, too. You know what I'm saying? So it was like I was getting this street money. And plus, I was getting, you know, this legit money and money. You know what I mean? So I was getting it in and out the gym. It was good. So I, you know, I hit my plug. I got this Gucci backpack on my, my driver in my passenger seat, full of God knows what. Um, you know, I think about a month before that, I had just got back from going to Vegas with my little cousins for EDC a couple months before that. So that was wild. So you know, I love Vegas, and I was going to Vegas like every month at this time. Uh, but at this time, I'd, I'd be before that. But you know. Um, around this time I, I I haven't been to Vegas in a while and I've never been to Vegas on a fight night I've heard about Vegas I've always left Vegas like before the fight before like the fight weekend so you know I, you know I, I grab some work go keep it with my partners you know I'm chilling with my boys you know that BTS shit that mile high club shit you know what I'm saying D green nitty you know what I'm saying we we out here um kicking it you feel me so we have you know we at kicking it chilling they smoking their weed, I'm turning up, we all, you know, having a good time, and, uh, I get a call from my plug, I pick it up, because my, my plug never calls me, he never, ever calls me, as a matter of fact, I think this might have been two days before that, so he calls me, and he's like, yo, X, but, okay, I had copy, whatever, I had this, so the next day, and now it's the 12th, so that, you know, I'm chilling with my boys. And then the next day he calls me, the plug, and he says to me, Hey, X, I got some Mayweather versus Canelo tickets. Do you want to buy them? Now, if you know anything, at this time, this is supposed to be like the biggest fight ever. You feel me? This young Mexican dude, Canelo, knocking niggas out. Mayweather, you know, is Mayweather undefeated, getting, you know, going crazy. All right, so we... I'm like, man, cuz I don't really know, you know what I mean? I, I ain't got the cheese for that. And he wanted like he wanted like two G's for each ticket. And I, you know, and then I talked him down to like eight hundred a ticket. And cause, you know, he's a homie and plus he's made cheese off me, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I'm loyal. I'm a loyal nigga. If you know me, you know Xavier is a loyal nigga. Like, ex, I, I'll do anything for you. If I fuck with you, I'll fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? You, if There's no way if I got it, you're going to starve. You feel me? Like, that shit ain't going to happen. If I'm getting W, everybody's getting W. Just like, that's just how it is. Like, if there's no way I could be a billionaire and anybody, with my, anybody I fuck with is broke. There's no way I could be a billy. You feel me? Because I got to feed my niggas and my people. You feel me? Like, everybody's got to get the W. If I got the W, I, I don't care if my D, capital W has turned into a lowercase W. You feel me? Like, everybody's got to win. So, he tells me, like, yo, I'll give you the tickets for, like, 800 apiece. I'm like, let me think about it, right? So, I'm thinking, like, yo, bro, like, why you want to sell the tickets? And, and he's like, you know. My girl just went into labor. So he's telling me his girl had just went into labor. And I'm like, fuck, like, do I really want to get, you know, I, I never been to a fight. And I got Dennis and Nitty. And, and, and I know them niggas ain't in the boxing. Three tickets. You know what I'm saying? I got a pocket full of cheese, backpack full of cheese. So, and I'm telling my head and back. So. I don't hit, you know, so I chill, I'm talking to Dennis and Nitty, I'm talking to D Green and Nitty, and I'm like, yo, bud, check it out. Y'all want to go to Vegas? And they're like, for what? And I'm like, no, but if we go to Vegas, we got to go tonight. And they're like, for what? And I'm like, yo, I can get some tickets to this Mayweather Canelo fight on me. And they were like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. So as this is going on, at the time I had this little cousin named TK, who's from Portland, you know, um, he was trying his hand at pimping at the time. So... You know, if you know him, he was always like, you know, fucking up in life. You feel me? He was always fucking up. I know him as, you know, I love him. He was one of my favorite cousins, but he was always fucking up. Always fucking up. I mean, he literally tried everything you can do in life and was taking an L. Like, he sucked at everything. Like, he was fucking up. He didn't know how to stay on the right path. Like, to this day, you feel me? Like, he found his lane, I believe, but his... The type of nigga he is, I don't think it, his run will last long. I wish him the best. I hope it does. But at this time, this nigga is pimping, doing a horrible job at the shit. Horrible job at the pimping shit. Like, I mean, when I say he's doing a horrible job, I'm talking about, you know what I mean? Fuck. It's bad. So, I tell my cousin, I tell my cousin, like, yo, check this out. I might be coming out to Vegas. Um, Can we can me and D Green and Nitty stay with you? He's like, yeah, man, so you guys can come through, man. I got, you know, a bedroom and a couch and stuff. We're like, bet. All right, for sure. So I call, you know, I'm talking to Dennis and D Green and I'm like, yeah, sure, y'all want to do this. If y'all want to do this, I'm going to get the tickets. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. So D Green and Nitty never been to Vegas. I've been to Vegas plenty of times, solo, shorties, uh, family. I, I've always done this. So we... So I end up calling my plug, yo, uh, you know, I, I'm, you know, I put extra on it, man, check this out, bro, you know what I'm saying, I got this limited edition Gucci backpack, it's like 2500 I mean, I'll give you this backpack, cause, you know, you called me, cause you know, ain't nobody really got the cheese to buy that, plus it's short notice, like how we, you know what I mean, and, and then by the time it's the evening, he's like, alright, bro, Slide through, man. I give you the give me the backpack. You can have the three tickets. So I'm like, bet. So I get the three tickets. So so you know now I got my backpack. I empty out the backpack. I got some cheese. So now you know I got a couple hundred on me to go grab some no sleep. You feel me? So I call my plug. Hey, I'm here. You know he lived down the street. So I, I call my plug. Here he give me the three tickets. Boom. I take a picture. I send the picture to my boys. 
hey, we're going to the fight, pack up. You feel me? So D Green is like, I will drive my car. We didn't drive my car. Oh, did we drive Nitty's truck? No, we drove Dennis's truck. So at this time, I didn't have my license. So I just I was just on some shit. You feel me? Um, my license were expired, so I never went and got new license. She said. So we um, I, now I got I got some work, and. I got these tickets, right? So I tell him like, "Yo, well, like we got these tickets. We going to this Canelo Mayweather fight." So when we get the, when we so we get together, you know, we're turning up, boom, 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 getting lit. They smoking their weed. We just you know turning up, having a good time. As we have, you know, then it's time to go. We're like, "Yo, I'm like, yeah, let's slide. We gotta go. You feel me? Like the fight's tomorrow night. Let's get there." So we slide, we dip out, and we on the road. So we leave in the middle of the night. So we get to Vegas. Friday night, I'm going to say that's Friday night, maybe Friday, yeah, Friday night, I think it was a Friday night, we get there that night, okay, but we're driving, like, right, so we're geeking, you feel me, we're turning up, and I believe, like, you feel me, we're turning up, and, and uh, we're, I think we're, like, in, like, I want to say maybe, like, Bakersfield or some shit, but we're on the freeway, and this fool... Nitty throws a $20 bill out the window. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he was like, oh, bro, I thought it was trash. And I'm like, no, bro. Like, so now, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything's in everything's in the back. Like, like this trip was not planned. You feel me? Like, it was just like, get the tickets, let's slide. So we slide. So we pull over and we go to this Jack in the Box. And I'm telling you, like, nobody was fucking hungry in that car. Nobody, not one person was hungry in that car. I don't know why... We, it was three three dudes turned up, lit, geeked out of our mind, and we pull up to this Jack in the Box, and we tell a lady in the drive thru we need three straws, six tacos, two tacos per person, <laughs> right? We that's what we wanted. We didn't get no drinks, no nothing, <laughs> right? We wilding, we're geeking, so we pull up, and at the time I'm the only one with cheese. I mean, Nitty had cheese. Dennis was, you know, low on cash. But, you know, it's all good. If I got it, everybody got it. It's Gucci. So, we pull up to the second one. No, I'll give the lady the money. Pull up the, the, the first one. to give the lady the money. Pull up the second one. And the lady gives us her food and says, oh, you guys having a good time? You guys, next time you're passing through town, come party with us some, again. So we drive, we drive off and we look at each other like, that lady said, come party with us. Like, well, like, you think she, and, and Nitty's like, you think she knew? I'm like, bro, look, bro, we ordered six tacos, bro, and three straws, my nigga. Like, we didn't get no water, no soda, no nothing. What do we need straws for, my nigga? Like, we're geeking. So we continue this mission of the geek up and we get to Vegas. Boom. We get to Vegas, we drive in, we get there. Driving down the strip. So when we get to Vegas, we're driving down the strip. And Nitty is geeking. You feel me? Like Nitty is driving. He's geeked out of his mind. So Nitty's a deep ass thinker. So Nitty's over here talking like, you know, we on the strip. And Nitty's like, yo, bro, like, you think if like I get into a car accident, like I can sue Vegas and tell him that, you know, all the lights were a distraction. Like you guys know you guys shouldn't have these lights like this. 
while I'm, while people are driving because that's a distraction. Like, how are we supposed to pay attention to the road if you guys want us to look at these lights and all these promotions and stuff? And I'm like, oh, I mean, that's that's a good idea, Nitty, but, like, don't do that shit with us in the car. Like, don't do that right now. We ain't fucking with that. And plus, I'm pretty sure maybe somebody might have already tried to do that shit and took the L. Number one rule when you're driving is keep your eyes on the road. So fuck everything that's going around you. Be cautious. <clears throat> he doesn't hit nobody and nobody hits us. But he's thinking heavy on this shit. And then he goes on to say, like, yo, bro, we got to live it up and do the most because one day, you know, we're not rich. And what the government's going to do is make all this shit for the rich people. So us, we won't be able to experience this. And I, and he's talking this shit. And I'm like, bro, I don't care how expensive this shit is going to be ever in life, nigga. I'm here. I don't care, nigga. I've done some of the finest rich nigga shit you can possibly do. And I am far from fucking rich, nigga. If I want it, I'm going to get it, nigga. Believe that. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'm I'm doing that shit for sure. So I don't care how expensive Vegas gets. I'm there. I stayed in some of the nicest motherfucking penthouses in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Like on some super rich nigga shit. And I'm not a super rich nigga. I'm not even. I'm not even a rich nigga like at all. So I'm like, yeah, nigga, I hear you, bro. But look, what you just need to drive. That's what you need to do. Just drive and pay attention to the road, and you know, get us to TK's house. So mind you, so we're driving and we get to my cousin TK's house. Mind you, remember TK's a pimp. You feel me? This nigga's a pimp. You know what I'm saying? He said he got our bedrooms and, and shit. We get to his house. He live in these motherfucking apartments that look like they in Mexico made out of mud. Dead ass. But I'm not gonna judge a book by its cover, right? So we pull up, we park. This shit really looked like it was in Mexico. This shit looked like it was like that pink mud shit, that clay shit. And these apartments, motherfuckers, you feel me? They, they didn't look bad, but they didn't look good. You feel me? So we 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 get there and we walk into the apartment. He got this one hoe, pretty little bitch, pretty little bitch. Because at the time before that, TK was staying with me, I believe, and the little bitch came from Portland to pick him up and take him. To LA to to Vegas so they can do this pimping shit. <clears throat> so we get there, and it's like a one bedroom apartment. He wasn't lying that he said he had a bedroom and bed, but he was lying when he said he didn't have a couch. So we're like, fuck it, we had our cover, so we're like, fuck it, we'll sleep on the floor. Now this is Friday, the night before the fight, so we're sitting there, and I go to the bathroom. I remember going to the bathroom, and I come out the bathroom, and Nitty's like. Packing his shit up. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, man, fuck this shit. I ain't sleeping on nobody's floor, bro. I got us a room. And I'm like, I bet. Where'd you get us a room, man? He's like, I got us a room at, um, I got us a room at, uh, at the Luxor. That's the pyramid. So, you know, we pack up. We're telling TK, like, yeah, this floor shit ain't it. We out. <clears throat> so, we leave. We leave, uh, we leave the apartment. And we go to the Luxor, we check in, boom. Now, I remember when we checking into the hotel, I remember seeing about, like, 10 NBA niggas. You feel me? Like, I'm like, yo, that's so... And I'm with Dennis and Nitty. They don't know these people. You feel me? Like, I'm really, like, on my shit. So, I'm like, holy shit. Like, people are checking in and shit. And it's probably, like, around 10 o'clock. So, I'm like, holy shit. Looking at all this shit. Like, what the fuck? This shit is crazy. And I'm geeked up. Like, geeked. Everybody's geeked. And, but this is when them being geeked up was not an issue. 
You know what I'm saying? Because if I was geeked up now, like, I can't even go out. I, I wouldn't even be able to leave the room, and I would think the feds is coming. Like, I, it's bad. Like, nigga, I won't even look in the mirror. Like, uh, like it's bad. Like, I'm not fucking with it. So we're chilling, walking around, and I'm peeping all these niggas. I remember one of these niggas. I forgot this. I think it was Sean Livingston or, or some nigga, uh, uh, something Livingston, the nigga who played for the Warriors. Some one of these niggas. And I remember, like, hey, that's that one nigga. And his bitch looked at me and was like, yeah, it is. And, like, that, this, I'm, like, she was like, yeah, I'm with this nigga. And I'm like, what the fuck? But I don't get starstruck. I'm just like, oh, shit, that's so and so. Like, oh, shit, that's so and so. So I remember we um get on, you know, when this is going on, we check into the room. We should get our hotel. We check in, boom. Then we get on the elevator and we got like a whole bunch of drugs on us. We got dope. You feel me? We lit. We're lit. So we uh get on the elevator. I remember we got on the elevator. It was just me, Dennis, and Nitty. We get on the elevator and we uh get to a certain floor, like maybe like the first or second floor. And these two white girls come in. One is faded, and the other one wasn't. And they were from Boston. D Green know about it. The chick from Boston. She was like, "Oh, you are cute." And she's talking to me. She's like, "You're cute. How are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm good, man. You guys should come fuck with us in your room. You know, he's lit. You know what I'm saying?" And the girl's like, "Hell yeah, I'm lit." She's like, "Give me a chest bump." I'm like, oh, "I ain't giving you no chest bump." And, and uh, or she was from Jersey because she was like on some Jersey Shore shit because I think that's what the Jersey I think. She gave me a chest bump. I'm like, "I ain't giving you no chest bump, shorty." She was like in a dress and she, you could tell they had been there for like maybe a day or two. You know, they're there for the weekend or whatever, or maybe for the fight. And I'm like, nah. And she then the faded one was like, yeah, I'm down to come to the room and party with you guys. I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm like, come fuck with us. And Dennis and Neil, like, looking at me like, hey, she doing this shit. Like, we about to get. I'm like, yeah, bro, I got it. It's good. So we in the elevator, and her friend is like, no, we're not coming. And I'm like, but like, your friend want to come? You should come too. Like, this ain't no like one woman party, bro. Like, y'all can come. Like, ain't nothing gonna happen. We just gonna have a good time. You feel me? We're gonna get turned and have a good time. And whatever happens, happens. So they're down. But then the sober one is like thinking about like I'm down in, but I don't know you. There's three of you and two of us, and I understand as a female like okay, it's something bad could happen. But nigga, we ain't about that shit. Look, shorty, if you ain't giving it up, niggas ain't gonna lose no sleep about that shit. We in Vegas, there's plenty of bitches out here. We want a bitch, we gonna get a bitch. You dig? So it's nothing. It's nothing at all. So we uh we they don't end up coming. The little chick. The sober one talks her friend into out of it. You know how that goes. The sober friend, oh, they don't like me. They like the pretty one. Both of the bitches are cool. Um, so we end up, you know, going to the room. We get to the room and get in there. And we start. We don't even unpack. The first thing we do is put all the drugs on the table. I'm thinking like. I'm, I, I, so yeah. So that night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that night. So we we're, yeah, this is the night we're checking. So it's the day before the fight. So, we're there. So, now we get to the room. We're chilling, relaxing, turning up. Boop, boop, boop. We, you know, pass out or whatever. Pass out. So, then, you know, we pass out, lit. Wake up the next morning. Nice day outside. Now, I've turned up before my, you feel me? I never caught a leak. You know what I'm saying? My, my nose has never started leaking before ever in my life. Like, nobody's ever, you know what I mean? And, and we had turned up all the way to fucking vegas like i'm good so i remember d green pulls out some shit that's some super gas call this shit bruce he pulls out bruce and you know i hit that shit boom we all hit that shit boom, boom, boom. you know we're getting lit you know what i'm saying this is in the afternoon now we're lit this is the day of the fight 
So it's summertime or, or yeah, no, it's not summertime. I take that back. You know, it, it's hot outside though. You feel me? We're going to the we're going to the pool. We're plan on plan is to go to the pool. And uh, I walk in. You know what I'm saying? I hit the bar, boom. And I'll get ready. We get ready. Walk out the door. As soon as I get out the door, my nose start leaking. Boom, boom, boom. I look at my shirt like, yo, but like, it's bad. I ain't going to the pool. And plus, I'm geeked up. Like, it's bad. Like, I'm not fucking with it. Go back in the house. Go back in the in the hotel. And I'm chilling. Relaxing. Like, I need to get right. You feel me? Like, I'm trying to go to the pool because it's lit at the pool. You know what I'm saying? It's fight night. It's popping. And when we're there, well, you know, we're in the room. I'm trying to get right. I'm waiting for my nose to dry up so it can clot up so I can get in the water. And then she just don't start leaking because I'm geeked. And I know, like, if my nose started bleeding at the pool in Vegas, niggas is like, this niggas turn. Like, it's nothing to be on the shit, but you don't really want people knowing you own the shit unless you really don't give a fuck. And at this time, I still kind of, like, gave a fuck about, you know, that type of shit. So we're chilling. And... I'm chilling. I'm good. I get right. We go down to the pool. And I'll never forget, you know, we ordered a bucket of beer. It's like six beers. And that shit was like $40. Right? So that's two beers per person, like bottles, like a bottle of Coors Light. $40. Maybe it was 25 Some shit. It wasn't worth it. So we're chilling. We're drinking that shit. And I remember these two Mexican dudes had these two badass Mexican chicks with them. And I remember that they were there for the fight. And I remember them being like, they were going in on each other, saying stuff like, yo, bro, you can't be in this pool. This is an American pool. You're in legals. There's no such, illegals aren't allowed in these pools. Like, they were cracking, saying, like, hella racial jokes to each other. And this shit was hella funny. We were just laughing, like, oh, my gosh, this shit's so funny. And we're geeked up, smoking cigarettes by the pool, faded out of our minds, bro. Like, this shit is crazy. You know, we're there, and they had these two bad Mexican chicks with them. That shit was lit as fuck. They were bad. And we um ended up, we were chilling, you feel me? And then, I don't know what happened. Niggas started geeking way too hard, so we dipped. We were like, we're out. So I remember we we dipped, and then I'm like, yo, let's go get, I'm going to go get dressed. I want to go to the MGM and get me a Mayweather a, a TMT hat, because this is when the TMT hats were popping, like, but you couldn't find them anywhere. You, they even, you couldn't even get them on the websites or nothing like that. So we, uh, you know, we go upstairs. Everybody showers. We get dressed and we go over to the MGM. Now you feel me? It's hitting us like, yo, we're here for the fight, bro. Like, holy shit. They got the the ring out. They got the announcers. They're doing the commentary. You know, I mean, they're, they're you know, ESPN is there. They're, it's a big fight. You feel me? Like, we're like, holy shit. And, that, and we're still geeked. You feel me? We're still geeking. And I wait in line. And uh, there's a little pop-up shop, a little TMT pop-up shop, the money team pop-up shop inside the MGM. And I wait in line, boom. And I wanted to get a hat, but there's no hats. The only hat they had was like the TBE hat. I wanted the TMT hat. So I ended up getting a, this TMT tank top. It was like 40 bucks. So I get the shirt. I take my shirt off and instantly throw my TMT tank top on. Like, I'm Team Mayweather, nigga, all day. Like, I'm running this shit. Like, fuck what you on. So, I get the shirt. You know, we walk around. Then we go cross back over the thing. And we go to, go back to the Luxor. So, now it's time to like, okay, we're chilling, getting lit. Now we're just, okay. 
tonight's the last night. We got to get geeked. We got to turn up. It's go time. So I got a homeboy named Lamar who lives out there. So I hit my boy Lamar. No, I don't. Take that back. Wait a minute. We'll get there. So we're there. And uh, we're getting ready. And I'm getting on the elevator with me, Nitty, and D Green on the elevator. And then when we get on the elevator, these two Mexicans pull up. Boom. And they're like, who do you want to win, Holmes? And I'm like, yo, I want uh, Mayweather. And I'm like, I think Mayweather's going to beat his ass. One of the Mexicans, and he was drunk. This nigga wanted to fight me, bro. Like, this nigga really was really about this shit. Like, he really wanted to fight me. Like, this Mexican was faded. He wanted to thump. And I'm like, bro, like, chill out, my nigga. Like, you had, like... I'm Mayweather and you Canelo and it's time to go when we walk out this bitch. Like, you need to relax. And Dennis and Nitty like, looking at me like, bro, we really gonna have to do this shit? Like, and I'm like, bro, if it has to go down. I'm, it, like, this is all like, like, you feel me? Like, non-verbal shit. Like, we can give each other the looks and we know what it is. And, um, we're so, we are met like, okay, you know, we, we gonna have to thump with these Mexicans. Like, it is what it is. So, we're, we're on the elevator, you know what I'm saying? And the tension is thick in that bitch. And, um, We get off the elevator, and we get off for boom. We get off our elevator, we bust the right. Dude gets off the elevator, and he's like, what's up? And then we turn around like, man, what's up? Does this, do you really, really want to do this shit? And as he's doing this shit, his friend pulls him. Cause we, like, I was really convinced we was about to dump, because it was real, bro. Like, these Mexicans was really about this Canelo shit. Like, Mexico was in the building. Like, like Las Vegas was not Las Vegas. It was El Vegas, so... You feel me? Like, this shit was real-life Mexico. Like, these Mexicans had taken over Vegas. The only niggas that was there were niggas with money. Like, there was literally nothing but Mexicans there. It was Mexico, bro. It was real-life Mexico. So, we go to the room. We change. Boom, boom, boom. We changed because now it's time to go to the fight. I got my TMT shirt on. I got to change my jeans. I, you know what I'm saying? Throw my shoes on. Boom. We're getting ready to go to the fight. I give everybody their ticket. Bow, bow, bow. We turn it up. Boop, boop, boop. You know what I'm saying? We're getting lit because now, you know, we're juiced. And I remember people asking me, like, X, I'm, I remember being on Instagrams and uh, people were like, yo, X, were you watching the fight? Because I was known to go to my uncle's house and watch the fight. And I'm like, yo, I'm in Vegas at the fight. And people were like, you're shut up. And I'm like, no, nigga, I'm getting ready to go to the Vegas. I'm getting ready to go to the fight. I'm here in Vegas. So. We're at the hotel. We're getting ready. We get lit. Boom. We're faded. We're like, I mean, we are lit as fuck. We go back downstairs. We go to MGM. And I remember sitting outside and seeing all these celebrity niggas pull up in their whips. Ferraris. Bentleys. Lambos. Benzes. Nigga. All this shit. And I remember seeing the TMT fucking Sprinter van pull up. Boom, like this shit was crazy. Like all these celebrity niggas just pulling up and like I'm like and I'm geeked and I remember turning around and looking and Dennis and Eddie are gone. These niggas are gone. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, okay, maybe they went into the arena. Our seats are right next to each other. It's all good. I'm not tripping. So I'm sitting here and I'm just geeked up watching all these celebrity niggas come in. So mind you, at this time I had already met Rick Ross. I met Rick Ross in San Francisco. So I'm like, yo, like, if I see Rosé, I'm like, what's up? You feel me? Uh, I didn't end up seeing Rosé. I didn't see end up seeing Rosé at that moment. But I seen, like, 2 chains and all these niggas, bro. Like, everybody was pulling up. And um, I go to the fight, right? So now I'm like, okay, it's time to go. Let me go watch this fight. So we go to the fight. Mayweather beating this nigga's ass, bro. 
Mayweather beat this nigga Canelo's ass. And I'm telling you, when I was in there, I was watching this fight, and this nigga was going crazy. It, it, I was surrounded by Mexicans like a motherfucker, bro. And, you know, I'm chilling. But I swear Mexicans must buy two tickets, nigga. Because when Canelo took that L, nigga, that Las Vegas turned into ghost town. I swear them niggas must have had, like, taxis with their luggage sitting out front of MGM, like, waiting for the results. They are like, if Mayweather loses, we'll stay. If Mayweather wins, we're out. Because after that fight, every Mexican in the world was out of Vegas. All of them. Like, this shit was crazy. But when I'm at the fight, these niggas, I don't even see Dennis or Nitty's not even there. They're not there. So after the fight, like, so I'm like, maybe they found better seats. Like, I'll run into them. Like, I'm going to run into my boys. So, we, the, you know, the, I'm watching the fight. The fight is over. I go to the hotel. These motherfuckers are sitting in the room. Turning up. Geeked up. Out their fucking mind. Losing it. <laughs> Dennis talking to me, tell me, nigga, I'm so spooked. And I'm like, what the fuck you mean you spooked? Nigga told me he walked outside because he wanted to go to the strip. He walked outside and got so spooked that he had to turn around and go back inside the motherfucking hotel. And I'm like, you're tripping, bro. Like, I'm going to a motherfucking party at the Palms right now. So I called my boy Lamar. My boy Lamar comes and picks me up. And I'm like, y'all going? And they're not fucking with it. Like, Dennis and Nitty is not fucking with it. They're not coming to the fight. And I'm like, y'all, I mean, they're not coming to the party. I'm like, you're tripping, bro. Like, let's go. I got it. It's good. They're like, nah, bro, we're good. So they're so geeked up. Like, they're spooked. They stay in the room. And I remember this iconic picture of us. They take a picture of the table, the, the reflection of the window and what was on the table. And this picture was wild. Like, when I tell you we had the party pack, we had the party pack. So, Dennis and Nitty never stayed at the fight. They never even seen the fight. So, basically, I traded a backpack for one ticket to this Mayweather fight. And they might have sold that ticket, their tickets. I don't know. I never asked. I gave them tickets. It was their tickets. I don't question none. If I give you something, it's yours. Whatever you do, it is what you do with it. Fuck it. I was at the fight. I enjoyed it. So, my boy comes and picks me up, and we end up going to the Palms. When we go to the Palms, I remember seeing... I remember seeing uh, Evander Holyfield playing 21. He's playing blackjack at a table. I didn't, you know, I don't get starstruck, you know. So I'm chilling. I see Evander Holyfield. And as I'm walking, I see Fabulous to my right. I'm like, holy shit. Like, Fabulous is like one of my top five rappers. And I look, and I'm like, holy shit, that's Fab. And I'm looking, and he looks at me, and he says, what's up to me? I'm like, yo, what's up, Fab? And he was like, oh, nothing much. He's asking me if I enjoyed the fight. I'm like, I did, actually. And I look over as I'm turning around. I look, and there's fucking DJ Clue, the littlest nigga who had the most security. This nigga must be on some mob shit. Because I remember seeing this little tiny nigga, DJ Clue, with his Yankee hat so pulled down and his crust, like, this scruffy-ass beard. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and he was with Fab. You feel me? Like, I was between them. And I'm like, and he had all the niggas, and I was looking at him. He wouldn't, he just looked at me like, you feel me? Like, he was on some shit. Like, they were going to this party. Diddy was throwing, P. Diddy was throwing a party at the Palms, and it was like, when we got there, it was $200 to get in, and it was going up every hour. It was going up $100 every hour, and the line was hella long. So I'm like, okay, I'll pay $200 to get into the party. But when I got there, I guess they had just hit the next hour. It was three hundred, and I'm like, I'm not paying three hundred to get in no party. They got me fucked up. So me and my boy, are like, yeah, we're not paying that shit. So we're chilling, and we're just like, fuck it, we'll just see all the celebrities. You know, we'll just watch all this, all the rap niggas come to the party. So then we see Diddy walk by, and I'm like, holy shit, Diddy's iced out, right? Diddy shining. He walks by, 
he don't see us. You know what I mean? We don't even say nothing. We're just watching these niggas like, holy shit. You know, just on some like motivational shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we actually in the same room as, you know what I'm saying? Like as Diddy fucking, you know what I mean? Fucking fabulous DJ Clue. And they walking by and I remember seeing this tall ass nigga walk by us. And I mean, when this nigga walked by, like a gust of wind came by, like. And I was like, what the fuck? And it went, it happened so slow. And I looked, and this nigga, two chains must be like 6'4, six, 6'5. Six, and I looked up, and this nigga's just shining, long ass dreads. And I'm like, what's up, titty boy? And he looked at me, and he threw me the deuce, and he walked in this party. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, this shit is crazy, right? Like, I can't believe this shit. Uh, and we end up seeing him, and then Rick Ross walks by. And I'm like, Rose, blood, what's up? I'm a part of the street team. Like, I met you in San Francisco when you were doing the God Forgives I Don't album. And he was like, oh, yeah, what's up, little homie? And I was talking to him, and then Spiff, Spiff is there. And a brief, maybe like three-minute conversation between me and Rose and my boy Lamar was like, bro, you really know Rick Ross? And I'm like, I mean, I don't know him, but, I mean, I met the nigga, like, you know, we had this brief little three-minute conversation of, like, you know, how you doing? I'm good, man. It's nice to see you type shit. It was, it, it was dope. It was it was pretty sick. And um, Meek Mill ended up walking by. I didn't, I never met Meek. I didn't get to meet Meek, but I said what's up to him and whatever or whatnot. He walks by. They go in. He walks in, like, right after, like, maybe, like, five minutes after Rose had walked in. So now we're like, walk me and my boy Lamar, like, oh shit. So I'm telling Dennis and he, like, yo, y'all need to come to the pawns, nigga. All the rap niggas is here. Like, y'all need to pull up. Like, this is dope. Like, all the niggas that we listen to and shit, like, and they're like, oh, but we're staying in the hotel. So they just spooked. Like, I already know what was up. So I'm there chilling. And I remember I walked outside to smoke a cigarette. And then I came back. And now y'all ain't gonna believe this shit. Y'all ain't gonna believe this shit. I got the picture to prove it. I'll put it on my Snapchat the Friday night that this drops. So I go outside and smoke a cigarette. Right? At this time, we've been there for about two hours. It's like $500 to get into this party. We're not getting in the party. I got the money. but I'm not paying $500 to get into shit. So we like, we're walking back towards the pool where the Palms is at. We pass in where the, uh, the nine steakhouses to your left, the buffet is to your right. We walk in and I see this little nigga with braids. There's a whole bunch of bitches behind him and he's talking to security. And he's telling the security, man, you don't know who I am, man. Like I know these fools like Diddy's my partner. And I'm saying, my boy was like, who is this nigga out here, like, trying to gas the security, trying to get in here? And this nigga turns around. He, like, not just doesn't turn around. Like, he, like, moves over to the side a little bit. Like, I can see a view. And I'm like, is that fucking Push? And he looks. And I'm like, Push, they got you waiting in line? I'm like, y'all don't know who this is? I'm like, nigga, that's King Push. I'm like, nigga, that's Pusha T, nigga, top five lyricists of all time. Like, are you tripping? Y'all niggas need to let Push in. And Push is looking at me like, yeah, nigga, like, he's telling security, like, nigga, I told you who I was. And I know if I seen Push to this day, 
he would remember that because he was arguing with security and they wouldn't let him into Diddy's party because they didn't know who he was. And I'm like, yo, bro, I, Rick, I was like, Rose had just went in there not too long ago with Spiff. So he's like, yo, he's telling security, like, man, I'm about to call my niggas. My niggas are in there and I'm getting in. And, then, and the security's like, no, you're not getting in. I'm like, yo, bro, like, nah, Spiff is in there, bro. Like, I seen Spiff because Spiff had came out before and I was talking to Spiff. Spiff was like the videographer for Rick Ross. I got pictures with this fool from that night, like chopped it up with this nigga for about an hour because I had met him previously in San Francisco. He remembered me. So we're chopping it up. So he, but he's already in. So he gets on the phone. And I'm and, and I'm like, yo, push, I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you're top five, bro. Like, you're in my top three. Like, can I get a picture? And I remember there's about 50 hoes behind him. And they laughing, like, oh, you a groupie nigga. And I'm like, I might be a groupie nigga. Oh, yo, fuck. Pusha T is my favorite rapper, like, nigga. He's top three, nigga. J, Rick Ross, Push. Oh, right there. That's it. Top three, running it. If you got a problem with it, nigga, slide in the DMs and we can have this conversation. So... He gets on the phone, and as he's on the phone, I don't know who he's on the phone with, Spiff comes out, and I'm like, hey, yo, Spiff, they trying, I was like, Push trying to get in, they not letting Push in, and Push, and Spiff looks over, and he was like, man, he tells security, man, he's with me, and I'm like, and Push's like, man, come here, young nigga, and I walked up to him, and he gave me a picture, and then I got a picture with, uh, with Pusha T, and then Spiff was like, nah, get another flick, and it's me, Pusha T, and Spiff, I'm in the middle, and I'm holding them niggas like, you know what I'm saying? Push. I'll never forget that shit. That shit was so tight. I couldn't believe they didn't let that nigga push in. The nigga, I'm telling this nigga, he's the president of good music. Kanye West's record label. Like, y'all niggas not gonna let him. That shit made my night right there because I was just like, push, they gonna regret it. They gonna let you in. That nigga ain't gonna be here no more. And for what's the word get out that they didn't let you in? It's a wrap. And, uh, that was that, that was it, man. After that night, I, I, after that right there, I was ready to go. That shit made my night, man. That shit made my that shit made my night. I was geeked up. I don't know what happened. I was lit. I was loaded. But when I seen push, like I fan, I don't, I don't, I don't get starstruck. But to be able to fucking see your top one of your top three favorite rappers right there in a position like that where you can chop it up with them, and then you're seeing them be in a position where just like like nigga, I know what it's like for them to tell me you can't get into the club. And I'm like, yo, this shit happened to Push? Like, what the fuck? Like, are you serious? Like, I want, I, can't, I know that happened one day. I can't wait to run into this nigga Push again and be like, bro, you remember? Like, you remember me? Like, he's going to remember that night. He's going to remember that night for sure. And shortly after that, the fucking Pusha T Kilo Adidas came out where they wrapped up like a key. So after that, you know, um, we chill, and I go back to the hotel. Dennis and Nitty and then zapped, sitting in the corner, geeked. <laughs> I don't even think we went to sleep that night. I know when I got back, I wanted to turn up, and there was nothing to turn up on. And I was like, wait, hot. But I was, I, I, I enjoyed myself. I got to see... Some of the tightest shit ever, bro. Was that like that was pretty dope. So if you want an experience that's gonna blow your mind, even if you don't go to the fight on a fight night in Vegas, man, go to one of them parties or be around it. I know them fights ain't never gonna be how they were when Mayweather was fighting, bro. Cause that shit was wild. I'll never in my it, it, 
and everybody knows and hears about these Mayweather fight nights. And it's crazy, bro. Like, it really is wild as fuck. I enjoyed that shit so much, yo. Like, damn. That shit was pretty sick. But yeah, man, that was that was my I mean, that was my first fight night, my first professional boxing match was Mayweather versus Canelo, and that nigga Canelo could not hit that fool Mayweather for nothing at all. And, and the ride home was just a drag. We ain't gonna, I ain't gonna talk about that because that shit was the worst drive ever. Niggas was drained, zapped, out of energy. It was bad. But with that said, I mean. Yeah, man, that, that that was that 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 was epic, bro. Shout out to Lamar. He had a new little. He had a new baby. Congratulations. Congratulations, man. Lamar was one of the homies. He is one of the homies. We used to have this legendary clique going out and partying, man. Me, Easy, B Willis, and Lamar, man. Us four, man. We was on the tear, bro. That was on some guard your bitch type shit, man. We used to party hard, man. And then, I don't know, niggas fell out and some niggas did some foul shit. We'll get into some of them stories, you know, in the future. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of foul shit happened, but, you know, that was a click, man. I don't know what happened, man. We used, I used to be part of some amazing fucking clicks that just the chemistry was so fire and it just fell off. And I don't know how that shit happened, but... Man, let me tell you something. Us four, we was the shit. You know what I'm saying? We was on some like, I want that one type shit. And that one was ours type shit. Like, it was going down type shit. But, you know, niggas get sensitive and over a bitch start falling off. And, uh, you know, some niggas ain't, a lot of niggas ain't built like Xavier Goss, man. Tomorrow night, or tomorrow morning, Dennis gonna be here. D Green, shout out D Green, man. Drive safe. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for pushing the whip out here. You know what I mean? I got a look, you know what I'm saying? I got a I got a uh I got an eighth of that ecto chilling on the table for you when you get here. You know what I mean? And there's a there's two raw cones in that thing for you. So you just break down your drill and pack that shit tomorrow night. You know what I'm saying? We we're gonna be at uh uh Del Frisco's. I was actually reading this. I was going to the menu at this restaurant. Like, you know, we've been to, uh, what's that spot? We went to this really nice uh, steakhouse in Portland. Uh, El Gacho's ran up a bill. When I, we ran it up about $1,000. It was a, Our bill was a G. Easy. We ran a G up. Easy at this steakhouse. Tomorrow, we're going to do it again. Um. Life's good like that right now. That's how we're living right now. It's good. Looking at the menu, I know what I want to get. I well, I've been reading this Rick Ross book, and in my head, I had it made that I'm gonna get the Colorado rack of lamb, lobster macaroni and cheese, and a bottle of wine. But I forgot that. D Green's bringing all my wine here, so if they have a corking fee, we're gonna bring that fucking Bella Aglose, bro. Fuck it. We'll pop our own fucking bottle. I'll bring it. So what? I got it. Why not? If they have no corking fee, we'll just have to buy our own bottle. Whatever. But I was reading this book, and in the book, uh, 
Rick Ross was talking about how he was broke as fuck and he wanted to do rich nigga shit. He wanted to go to Del Frisco's and have a marbleized tomahawk steak. So I think I'm going to get a marbleized tomahawk steak tomorrow. It's between it's between a 45-day age steak or whatever. I don't know which one it is. 45-day age. It's between, it's between that. Or the rack of lamb. I love lamb, though. Or do I want to go on some rosé boss oh, shit and get that marbleized tomahawk steak? Yep. And, yeah, I got to uh, mention, yeah, Tom Brady won his seventh championship, bro. He did that. He really did that. I had my homes winning that shit. He was injured. He had to be injured. Because he, either he was injured or every nigga on his team decided to say, you know what, let's play like rookies. Because that's what them niggas did. Them niggas play like rookies. We had about like 20 pounds of king crab at that motherfucker. Watching Super Bowl eating king crab. That shit was wild. That shit was great. I enjoy myself, man. I love it out here, man. I'm looking forward to my boy being out here. He'll be here tomorrow. He said like around 11, which is, you know, he'll be here on the 12th, Friday, the 12th. I'm excited for that shit. I can't wait. We're going to run it up, D Green. I know your money, right? Let's go. I'm ready for that. Man, like I say, man, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Um, follow me on Instagram, bad underscore behavior underscore X. And add me on Snapchat, I on the X, man. I've been, I'm taking it easy on the uh, social networks to focus on this podcast and shit, man. So I can give y'all the best quality shit that I can, that I, that, you know, the best quality content possible. So with that said, yo, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode and I'll see y'all next week.